Welcome. I'm in conversation with my owner, with Becky Sleeth, and she's here talking about her gorgeous little cello. And cello's a cockapoo, Becky. He is. So do you want to tell us all about cello? Sure. Where to start? Well, I suppose um, we were fortunate enough to not know lockdown was coming and got him in February last year. Um, So we've actually had really lovely extra time with him in his first 15 months, which has been highs and lows but mainly highs yeah so you had two months before lockdown yeah, two months before lockdown yeah. and how did that differ uh, diff- uh, was it different sort of um well i think it, well, originally we put him into daycare full time to try and give him as much socialization as we could and then actually i think that was really great because he bonded really well with the daycare people and we kept him going to that during lockdown uh, to a lesser extent because we were with him but um i think that probably was maybe a little short-sighted that we had assumed we'd just have him in daycare full time because we wouldn't have seen a lot of him but <laughs> <No. laughs> he's super social isn't he he's is super how- social like potentially overly sociable absolutely obsessed with other dogs and i don't know if that's just his personality or because he had so much exposure when he was little but or he's really happy or he's just happy, just happy yeah. and bouncy yeah <laughs> happy and bouncy and um, he's here now under the table trying to steal someone's food well that's classic to do, <laughs> and um, he's had a lovely haircut so he looks like a different dog he does look like a different dog he's still shocking people with is that actually cello we only realized when we looked at photos of him from before he had his haircut in January. He literally looked like such a, a beach bum. <laughs> Huge locks of hair, over, more like an Afghan hound. Huge hair over his face. You couldn't see a thing. I felt quite guilty now looking back at it. So I think we'll probably keep it shorter. But as all dogs do look different with different breeds, sometimes he doesn't look like a cockapoo, does he? <laughs> Nothing like a cockapoo. No like one ever thinks he's a golden doodle or a labradoodle. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Or some type of doodle. Or some kind of doodle. Well, he is a doodle, but some type of other doodle because he's got super long hair, hence the surf look. Yeah, exactly. And he's a bit bigger in his stature, I suppose. Because his mum was the standard poodle. He's therefore a bit bigger than than most of the ones but to be honest with cockapoos I'm not sure many look that similar to each other they're such a broad yeah breed. I mean sometimes their fur is a little bit curlier isn't mm. it um and his is definitely looser and sort of um, a pantene yeah advert for sort of um hair isn't it as it blows in the wind and beautiful long eyelashes look. someone described him with his um, blonde highlights in the summer as like a Victoria's Secrets model of puppies yes. we were very flattered by that compliment absolutely I'm sure Ben was I'm sure ben oh yeah was. Ben was oh. thrilled so with working before lockdown yep. when you and Ben were at work and you said that he went to daycare yeah how, how did that work out did he come back really tired every day yeah he... I think it was it was really positive actually I think the first couple of days we were really nervous because they'd just come in and pick him up when they're on their round and we weren't sure how long he was going to be on his own and you know that first like exit of is someone going to come and pick him up but maybe yeah. uh, they were really communicative I think to be honest all the daycares um, in the area have all been amazing and have got really good relationships with all, the all people of them who, yeah exactly well, you recommend quite a few don't yeah. you because yeah exactly sadly one folded yeah. didn't it his original one folded which was such a shame because he adored them um, but sadly, their, um, the land they were renting, the farmer had to sell it, so they couldn't stay there. But the, he's tried three new ones since, loves them all, absolutely besotted when the door goes, he loses his mind with excitement, and then he's absolutely knackered in the evening, so he clearly just has a really great day. They all say he never, ever stops, bounces around all day, pestering everyone to play with him, and then he'll just snooze for the evening. Which is great. Tired pup's a happy pup. Definitely a very happy pup. 
So you had a little bit, I mean, he's been an absolute joy, which I know, mm. and um, he's um, super social, but you had, um, um, he had a sort of bad experience after he had an operation recently, yeah, didn't he? he did, and it was, it was surprisingly stressful. Like, it's given me a whole new level of empathy for people who have ailments with their pets, because... there's that feeling of like you just can't help them not be in pain it's just really sad seeing them in that position and knowing you're trying everything and it doesn't seem to make a difference and to be honest the vet still doesn't really know what exactly happened but um basically when he was neutered they have to stay at home for about 10 days afterwards and i think potentially it was the fact that he wasn't used to being on his own and not with other dogs that maybe made him a bit more anxious not really sure but he developed some kind of skin irritation and because his hair was so long we didn't really see how bad it was um but it got to the point that then when we took him to the vet saying he's got to the point he doesn't really want to stand up and we don't really know why when they shaved all the hair off you could see how bad the skin had like a got psoriasis of the skin. was a sort of psoriasis yeah and he'd really chewed it because it was clearly really itchy for him so it was starting to get a bit infected so he had steroid cream and very various painkillers and antibiotics and we tried absolutely everything and the infection and the skin cleared up he was still quite itchy but then we just put him back into daycare for as many days a week we could so that he could be as sociable as he could and I think that's why we think it was maybe anxiety because he's absolutely fine now so the loneliness of being isolated I think so the shock of having the operation operation maybe yeah and not that the operation was not a success it was just the actual being um neutered and being alone potentially and then then sort of normal at himself yeah yeah but also the rash it was a bit curious wasn't it it was it wasn't just where no and it was and it was nowhere near the the wound itself so that's why the vet didn't think it was related at all to the neutering because that all seemed to clear up really fine um no it was on his back legs and then in his feet he was really chewing he got really nasty on his feet which they thought maybe was an allergy because i think that's typically a symptom of an allergy is chewing their their bum and their paws basically and um they, but then they were saying the antihistamine seems to be settling down whatever it is that's a problem and we don't really want him to live on that forever. So if he gets to the point that he's himself, we won't bother doing any more investigations and we'll just and keep an eye on things. And you stopped washing him so much that was a that big was change. also an irritation, wasn't a it? A big change because of his really long hair, which is, again, yeah. another real shame that he'll probably never have his lovely long locks again. But I think, you know, you well, the same with Reggie. Love, I know, us yeah. mummies like long hair. Because, exactly. Because it's it so is, glam and soft. And, and soft and cuddly. Yeah. Like a big builder bear. Yeah, exactly. And it's gorgeous. But I think, particularly in the winter months we found, you know, as we found with Reggie and, and um, Cello at the same time, yeah. They just pick up all the dirt, all the water, which means they're constantly being washed down. And I think, you know, as much as the vet said, I don't think it's that. It wouldn't be surprising if that's building up an irritation. Some type to of them. irritation, yeah. Yeah. And so he's, since he's had the haircut, he we don't wash him as often at all. You groom him more to get yeah. the groom him more, and we haven't used shampoo actually. We've just stopped using shampoo. Um, he was only using a really gentle organic one anyway. But I but think still, actually having enough. that even once or twice a week. He's actually, he's hardly scratched at all since we haven't, since we haven't washed him. It's worked. (laughs) It has worked. I mean, he's a bit of a pungent pooch now when he's had a roll around with other dogs, (laughs) but (laughs) rather that and he's happy than um, him smell divine and be uncomfortable. Well, you can, yeah, exactly. Well, you can can smooth over the top bit with something. Yes, exactly. Sponge over a little bit to take off the the top so what do you do you groom him dry to get all the dust and the mud out yeah so well well, we've also bought these sort of baby grows as you've seen them in they are ridiculous but they really work really good Mr Porter fashion fashion model there (laughs) so he's got his Steve Jobs one his roll neck jumper (laughs) the fluorescent orange yeah (laughs) and then he's got his outpatient the pale blue outfit (laughs) I like that outfit. 
so um they they're actually they're just the summer suit by equifleece and they are great because he gets really hot like reggie yeah. the, you know putting a fleece on him would just be madness and no. feels cruel because he gets so warm have you got so the buttons warm. underneath because i have to put reggie's over no this head goes over his head as well. so it's just a stretchy number okay um but we actually accidentally got a size too big on our second order and it's much better yeah much easier to get it on and off no well reggie has a bigger one but it doesn't work well when it's wet yes it does get it a bit back off the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. and he gets caught he got caught on the tap this morning <laughs> at the cemetery oh. <laughs> but he doesn't seem bothered at all he'll just be like um can somebody take it off so that's why it's super clean now it's now he's super clean yeah. so you always put a play suit on when he goes if it's out. damp if it's yeah. damp outside just to avoid him rolling all the mud and us having to therefore hose him down again and get yeah. wet again so so it really is looking after his hair yeah his hair and his skin more than anything, yeah. Okay. What about his paws? How do you wash those when you come home? Well, so that was another thing. In fairness, I think we were probably a bit negligent on the paw front. I don't think we realised that that could get so itchy for him just from having a bit of dust or mud mm. in there. So if they were clean enough, we'd leave them. Whereas now, he goes in the sink every time he comes home. He just has a quick dunk in warm water. We wash that's out it. anything, quickly dry it off in with a towel. Yeah. Exactly. And then that's it. And it does seem to be so much better for him. Oh, as so much as it feels a bit excessive. <laughs> I know. So you found a formula which works now in I the sense so. of, yeah. I really and, but he does, so. he looks so happy now because there was a, a moment page. when he was itching and yeah. all sorts, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and it was a vicious circle, I think, like we found with other dogs in the cemetery. As soon as one thing's wrong, it can just spiral into lots of things that you then just feel so sorry for them because you don't know how to make it better. I know. And they look at you with those eyes. Yeah. And you know that there's something up but you just can't help them exactly like we, is... we've been laughing about how Wallace and Gromit is so true of like yes, yes, yes. The, the deathly silence where we're like what's wrong can you tell us or like what's making you happy we don't know oh that's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> like now we realise why Gromit is a mute dog it's literally like that yeah. <laughs> just stare blankly at each other <laughs> or family guy yeah <laughs> South Park yeah exactly go on <laughs> oh so roughly of the morning you come out quite you do a big walk in the morning don't you yep and um that settles him for the day and then yeah. you do a later one or you... yes it's very clear if when last year if we ever both had meetings in the morning he would make it extremely clear that he was not happy about it <laughs> he'd jump around and be an absolute pest until he gets a long walk so we now absolutely prioritize that number one one of us has to get him out first thing wear him out have a play with other dogs ideally because he seems to burn most energy with that and then he'll settle for probably three or four hours before he needs any attention he'll just snooze (laughs) and because of your proximity to where we walk does he look out the windows pining all the time like in the summer when we had the windows open he would recognize barks of dogs he knows and be like please can i go out oh really so they really do understand (laughs) i think they do i really think or he can smell them maybe i don't know his yeah. sense of smell does seem to be incredible. Like, he'll know when Ben's coming up the road before he comes home. His tail will start wagging. Well, Reggie, when I turn your corner, that's Aww. it. Especially outside, he admires your new pots. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, sort of, make sure that there's nobody else on the step, you know, before he looks, before he can walk on. Oh, cute. Just checking if his mate Jello bears there. He, he would knock on the door if he could. <laughs> We're going to the sem. See you there. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. What's what's your happiest memories? Oh, good question. I know there's millions of them. Good question. Um, Actually, I was looking at some photos from this time last year when we took him out on his first proper country walk. I mean, for like an hour because he was tiny. Um, But there's a really lovely loop around um, Whipsnade. Okay. which is actually quite near where his um, his mum was. Right. So we've always wondered if we might just bump into her one day and if he'd recognise her. 
but it was the first time we let him off the lead and he was dancing around in the field and he was so happy and it was adorable and then he was just conked out so quickly because he was clearly overwhelmed by how exciting it was and chasing birds and seeing sheep and all that sort of thing it was adorable Aww. really cute that just reminded me actually of a second really fond one when we went to one of those rare occasions last year when we were allowed out to go and see friends this in between the be lockdowns the well the beach would probably not be such a fond one i mean okay. that's up there as the stupidest decision I oh right hottest day of the possibly year make. Yep. hottest day of the year with no shade the worst place you could possibly take a puppy and our friend's one-year-old <laughs> so he snuck into the one-year-old's tent to try and cool oh. off the two of them just had a little snooze in the shade oh sweet <laughs> really well that cute. was very intelligent of him to it was, keep, it was, keep out of the midday well, sun was, bless him he just didn't know what to do with himself and we were there thinking what have we done i'm really sorry <laughs> and he was terrified of the sea so he couldn't cool off in the sea. Oh, no. <laughs> All around, not our best decision. Um, no, a better one was when we went to the Lake District to see some friends who live up there. And he went for his first swim in a lake. And um, I think because the water wasn't moving, he wasn't as scared oh, still, like he was for the sea. Because yeah. it was exactly. And so he jumped on in, absolutely loved it. And Did then couldn't get, get enough. We got in there with him. And he, got, and he even sat in our friend's canoe for a bit and was paddled around. And he just oh, couldn't wow. get enough of water that trip then because he was jumping all the streams. He was yeah. dancing along all the rivers. It was just like a real turning point for a love of water for him. Wow, <laughs> it was really that's cute. It. So he needs to go back to oh, desperately. Well, the lakes. Or at least we're biasly going to look at it that way and be like, he needs to go to the Lake District. Yeah. So we well, should probably go. Canoe lessons. <laughs> yeah. Summer exactly. activities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. And so as with you and Ben as a family, how would you feel? What, what would you say he's brought to you? Oh, if I, if I am totally honest, the beginning was so much harder yeah. than I think we could have possibly envisaged. Maybe because we just didn't know many people who had dogs and so we hadn't really spoken to people about really what a life changer is. As much as people say, yeah. oh, it's a big commitment. I think we were, we were in quite a shock mode for at least seven or eight months. Whose idea him. was it? Mine. Yeah. And how long did you have to persist <laughs> Oh, for? for like a year. Pushing oh, and pushing year. and pushing. Okay. And then finally it was like, right, it's going to be this January. It wasn't really like oh, Ben okay. was ever that keen about it. Got you. So I'd say the first seven or eight months we were like, oh my God, what have we done like as much as we love him to bits what have we done to our lives like this doesn't seem like it, there's ever an end in sight yeah. and actually then when he got a little bit older a little more settled we kind of found our feet now life would never be the same it's just yeah. great he we were saying actually one thing that we never envisaged is he has made us so vulnerable to animals yeah like, he's definitely opened up our hearts in ways that we could never we didn't realize our hearts were really close to animals until now like when you see animals in a film or you see them in a field like you just have a completely different connection or empathy that's so true and do you think it's been heightened with what's happened with this whole year definitely i think so lockdown yeah you know the whole thing yeah i think definitely the, the fact that dogs like you know even how we met like the, yeah. the dogs have played such a huge part in our lives beyond well, potential they would have done. Now. exactly but like well, you know it's, it's basically the only socializing that we've all done yeah. in the last year which has been brilliant yeah so great so so great and i can't imagine what it would have been like if we hadn't no. done this no i mean what would you do walk the streets sort of with, aimlessly with listening to a podcast well we just said we'd have probably slept for most of the year <laughs> Done well, that, that would be quite nice. We say wake you up so early. What time oh, yes. Oh, Charlie went through a really great phase until he was about 10 months where he woke up between five and half five every day without okay. fail. Okay. Um, so we got through all kinds of series that we would <laughs> watch before work started. Um, so I watched Normal People last summer oh, over okay. a week in the mornings. 
which was great. Nice way to start the day. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah. Not so great being woken up by the crying of a puppy, but um, fine. Finally, he broke. He started slowly. Started. I think when the light changed, even though we were using blackout blinds, trying everything, maybe they just have some kind of inbuilt. Well, it's the moon as well. Oh, really? Oh, does cello not do that? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I didn't until oh. I heard the howling. Oh. Yeah, seriously, he's affected by the moon. Oh, that would make sense. No, that I would s- make sense completely because he definitely has his ups and downs of being particularly alert for no particular yeah, reason. Yeah, and they just bolt upright. So yeah. Sort of start to bark. Yeah. Um, ah. What about people walking along the streets at night? Does he um, get to at night, he's actually fine. In the morning, he picks it up as soon yeah. as you hear someone in the street. He think, Probably because he thinks it's daycare coming to get him. <laughs> he's probably Wishing. over the moon. Exactly, is it for me? <laughs> well, everything is for you, usually. Yeah, exactly. But, um, All eyes revolve around you. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's sitting under the table now. Yeah, just watching the world go by. Just saw his mate Frida walk past. Yes, exactly. It's so noisy. I'm sorry to everybody, the listeners here, but we we obviously have to do our office outside. <laughs> A nice bench. Oh, now it's all quiet here. Yeah, it's all quiet exactly now. And so... Um, did you grow up with dogs, Becky? No, we didn't. Neither no. of us had dogs, actually. Oh, look, he's got his nose back to come and nestle your lovely fluffy coat. Um, no, neither of us did, actually. Um, and actually, Ben's mum has is quite a big fear of dogs. And oh, so really? he had very little exposure as a child and actually was quite nervous around dogs himself. And that was part of the reason I wanted us to get one, because I didn't want him to feel like that around dogs. Because no. I've, I've always really loved dogs, but never, never had them in the family. So... Um, it, yeah, it was a completely new thing to us both. So obviously Ben's mum has met Cello. She has, and before. he was amazing to her. It was like he knew that she was going to be nervous and he literally sat down and then lay down in front of her and didn't move so that she could come up. When he was really little, I mean, he was only about six months. At that point, you know, where he's a really bouncy puppy and hardly yeah. sat down. It was like he knew and it was just, it was adorable to watch. Well, and it, and she that. was so comfortable. It was amazing. She went and stroked him and loved so, it. So now she doesn't have fear of a dog, especially well, not of her not, not of cello. No, well, you're a special dog, aren't you? <laughs> He's a gentle pooch. He's so chilled. He's sort of just... Um, Anything to get attention, though. Well, aren't they all? <laughs> yeah. It's like stroke me, stroke me. And exactly. what about your, your parents have met? Uh, yes, yeah, they are besotted, absolutely besotted. Dad's always wanted a dog, but then, in fairness, my parents have always liked to go on holiday and travel a lot, yeah. and they've always worried that it wouldn't have been fair on the dog to kind of pick him up and move him around all the time or put him in kennels. So they'd always been very anti it um, when we were kids. But actually, two out of the three kids have got dogs, and I think the, my younger brother will get one soon. Oh, so really? it's basically like they have a dog. I mean, I've already booked them in. We've got some friends' weddings coming up in the summer. <laughs> I've already booked them in for babysitting. <laughs> Um, so it's almost like they've got a dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. And what type of, what breeds did they get? From? So my brother has got a pug. Um, bless Wilbur the blind pug. Blind. <laughs> well, he he's is now. Oh, no, no, he's, he's just had like... so many eye infections that oh. they just ended up removing most of his eyes. <laughs> but he's fine. He's a happy little dog. I know. They Turns adapt. out they really don't need their eyes. I know he's quite fine. A few blind dogs actually. Oh, really? they, they, well, they've turned blind over yeah. the years. Yeah. And they really do adapt. Yeah. I think he's, he hardly bumps into things really. I mean, his sense of smell is amazing. So, so yeah, he's a happy little soul. Um, and they've just had a baby actually, and he seems really chilled about it. Very cute. Um, and then my cousin has a, a sort of well it's a, it's a rescue and it's part whippet not sure what the other half is but lovely dog gizzy and then they also have a little um a molshi a maltese shih tzu 
which okay. is a little All white these mixtures. one. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep up with them. So those are the full family dog contingent now. It's getting bigger by the year. So next Christmas, <laughs> yeah. God willing, that everybody's allowed to oh, yes. be together. Be All four dogs can run dogs. riot. Yeah. <laughs> Your parents would be delighted. Oh, I'm sure they'd be thrilled. And then, you'll, and then you'll leave them and say, we're just nipping to the pub. Yeah, exactly. You'll mind all four dogs, won't you? <laughs> oh, so he's met them all individually. He's met them all individually, yeah. Not, not as a full together. gang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's got that to look forward to. He's got a big 2022 ahead. <laughs> but you would never know now, looking at him, um, that he had any of those ailments. No, he's, they are just so resilient, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something we've talked about in the cemetery before of, you know, I've always been so nervous of them sprinting around and hurting themselves on the gravestones. And like the amount of times they go flying into them or trip over, and they're fine. They're not like humans. They, no. They're just built differently. I think they are generally more resilient creatures than we are. And, yeah, and they're agile. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And obviously their, their legs and their paws bend slightly different to us. So exactly. They're, they're equipped, equipped for, far they're better equipped equipped. for the agility. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd uh, bounce back in quite the same way if I was thrown again to go crazy. We won't give it a go, Becky. <laughs> for, def- for definite, we won't give that one a go. <laughs> and the joy which he's brought to your life? Oh, endless. Especially now, like in the last few months, just, I, I think as he's settled into himself and, and definitely his routine of daycare, knowing that he's going to get to see other dogs guaranteed it's just been a dream it's lovely it's definitely got to the point i think someone put it really beautifully where they had their they had a dog and a puppy and they said we didn't quite realize how much our dog is our companion not our dependent until we got a puppy and we're really looking forward to the puppy becoming the, the companion dog, yes he's exactly. definitely switched into companion and it's or that's, it's switching yes absolutely they as as Reggie does, he just likes to be with you. Exactly. He just comes exactly. with. Just comes with. Exactly. One of Chelly's favourite expressions just of Reggie's. I should probably just come with. <laughs> yeah. And do you think Ben could ever take him to work? I would love that. I mean, obviously, I'm pushing for the uh, the legal reform in all capacities. <laughs> and I think dogs in the courtroom would be great. I can't imagine Ben ever. I mean, like, Ben's worried about taking him out to dinner with us in case he upsets people in a restaurant. I don't think somehow he's ever going to worry, not worry that he's going to upset people in a courtroom, but you never know. Behind. Exactly. You could sit sit in the gallery. Exactly. Very well mannered. Yeah, exactly. Hilarious. Well, actually, there are some dogs which are taken um, for, um, especially for children, mm. um, in hospitals and in. Um, I would love him to do that. Court, you know, for actually just to joking, calm people. To calm people. Yeah, we well, were saying it was your friend, yes. who's a doctor. Um, sensory. Yeah. Um, dog takes it into Great Ormond Street. I just love that, and and if it hadn't been for lockdown, that was actually part of my plan to get him involved in some kind of calming routine for people be that visiting the elderly or hospitals or something and obviously it's not been possible of late and to be honest as a puppy I've probably wound in that expectation as well I mean just just now it's the I think he loves more he's just nestling back into you exactly and I mean it just stroking them just relieves so much stress yeah which you don't even know that you have totally um totally the same thing that you, you don't know how much you're as you said, your heart to open yeah. to animals. Hugely. And, um, you know, you just have to look around. And yeah. they're everywhere. They are everywhere. They are is everywhere. Which is, is really blessing. nice to see because it, it feels like, therefore, more people's hearts are opening at the same time and having a greater appreciation for dogs, the role that the dogs can have for people, but also just animals and, and everything else around us, I suppose. I think it's been a really lovely vehicle 
for us to engage with things around us that we wouldn't have done at all nature and well-being definitely and the people involved in it too like it's a, it's a great reason to have a nice chat with somebody that you wouldn't if you were just walking the street you wouldn't just no. stop and ask someone about their day definitely not <laughs> we go from naught to a hundred yeah. in, in a second exactly exactly it's a great excuse and everybody is open to that because, totally because it's not like children exactly um you know dogs are a little bit more simpler yeah, and it's like they break down any of the weird British barriers we have because they'll just go straight up to each other and start playing and then you're stood with somebody. You're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you're stood with somebody. Yeah, exactly. And 99% of the people are good dog owners. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It was a vast majority. Get the odd one. <laughs> Absolutely. The odd but one. then he has his moments where I'm sure people think we're bad dog owners. <laughs> yes, but we, but we put them on the lead and walk away. Yes, very true. So you take them away from the situation. Yes. It's not as if it's going to continue. No, that's not true. And yeah. um, they are obedient. And yeah. They do listen. Yeah. Um, maybe not in that precise moment when the squirrel's going up the tree. Yeah. Or their mates just run past. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you can, you can take them away. Yes. And um, they do forget in a few seconds. They do. Yeah, exactly. Food that's helps. That's so true. Food definitely helps. I mean, I heard these people who have dogs that are not food-oriented. I don't know what they do. No. Like, thank God Cello is food-oriented. He wouldn't have learned anything well, if he actually, wasn't. Well, actually, when we first got Reggie, he wouldn't take a treat off anybody. I remember that. Yeah. Ever. So, obviously, he was well-trained previously. Yeah. trainer said you know you must do that and I've done it and now he thinks everybody I chat to oh. has a treat in pocket if he sits still long enough yeah, exactly. and maybe raises a paw he, he may neatly. get a treat <laughs> And they're not too fussy what treat it is. No, exactly. Whether it's sushi, chicken, or just a dry kibble. I mean, they take them all. They, they take them all. They don't say, mm, that's not my favourite. <laughs> yeah, I was actually hoping for some chicken today. Have you yeah, got any exactly. of that? No, nope, anything. Yeah. Anything goes. <laughs> or, some, or some sausages. <laughs> yeah. Which is Reggie's favourite. Oh, cute. And cheese. Oh, he, loves he cheese. Lo- cheese and butter. Whenever we get those out, he's always sniffing around the counter. Oh, does he like butter? Big time. And he had a couple of encounters when he was little. He went through this dreadful phase of counter surfing, as we found out it was called, where he'd put his paws up on the counter. And he could lift himself up entirely mm. if he wanted to. Mm. Yeah. Full head across the counter. And his tongue was like a metre long. <laughs> and would just stretch to <laughs> like anything. A like a dragon. And it was a nightmare. We were like, how? We had never envisaged this being something that... Yeah. We'd need to try and work out. Thankfully, Ben is obsessed with YouTube videos and learning what you're meant to do. And he, I finally caved and actually a water pistol was the only way. Oh, really? Is that what the you do? The only way. That's really clever. Well, he's never done it since. Never. Oh, I mean, so he got into a him. right habit. It was awful. You couldn't leave anything out. And he had some real success with the butter, the cheese and a packet of ham. He ate a whole packet of ham when we turned our back. That we were like, this has got really bad. We're obviously <laughs> never going to be able to take him to anyone's house. We won't be able to take him to a restaurant. That it's chicken just gonna will be... not stay on the table. Exactly. <laughs> no one will get any food. It'll just be dreadful. And the more anxious he'd get if we left the room, he'd do it more. Um, but we just thought, this is dreadful. It's not not something we could live with. And the water pistol worked a treat. It was amazing. It's literally just top tip. And I felt awful. I really, really didn't want to do it. But we tried everything and nothing worked. And actually... Within a week maximum, he never did it again. And he's never done it since. So it's a water pistol positioned on the counter yeah. still, always, so he knows. Um, actually, recently, I packed it away because I was thinking, we haven't used this for about six months, so yeah. why, okay, why is this out? Is yeah. um, but it's in the cupboard in case, just in case some bad behaviour returns. But I've it was amazing. That. That's brilliant. It was really good. And that was on a YouTube video? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's worth a try. It's definitely worth a try. And it feels really cruel, and the whole concept just feels weird to me. But actually it's getting their attention when they're so fixated on food yeah, yeah, it's just a way to 
get their attention. It's, it's obviously abuse, not hurting him. No, it's it not in his eyes or anything. The but situation. Yes, exactly. And then they realise that they're, they're doing something wrong. In that wrong. moment, yeah, they are in that moment. It's just all about whatever they're going to get, and it's that butter or whatever it will be. Yeah. And he's fixated on it. You exactly. can see by their eyes. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's and the little twitching nose. That's yeah, all yeah, it's yeah. doing. I like, the, I like the way the nostrils just, yeah. just slightly, slightly come twisting. out. Slightly twisting. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then when they're licking their sort of their snout, um, mm. then you know they've eaten it. Exactly. So, um, exactly. Gosh. You have to try and remember what it was you even left on the side. <laughs> this is definitely. Bad any other way. It was just literally. That's the, the only counter. thing. That was the only thing I think that we really struggled with from a behaviour perspective because. I think we struggled as well because none of the other puppies that we knew of were the same size as him. Oh, yeah, he's much bigger. And yeah. they were saying, you know, yeah, no, our dog doesn't get anywhere near a counter, so it's not really relevant. Well, Whereas, we can't as help he. Tall. I know, oh. I was like, this is like ultimate gangly teenager problem. I can't help his model. <laughs> that high heels on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He was especially gangly, as you'll remember, when he was yes. going through his teenage phase. He was all yeah. limbs and no balance. It was yes. hilarious. Well, actually, at Reggie's birthday, bless him, he sort of scooped the table like that. We just about got the chocolate away. Sort of thing, but... <laughs> He's such a cheeky monkey. He was like, mm, where's the full English? Yeah. <laughs> that girl have more shepherd's pie, please. <laughs> but yeah, I think behaviour-wise, I think that was the only thing that really we started to lose our mind over because we just didn't know how yeah. to stop it but yeah I, I don't think there was anything else like all the other things I think because he's food oriented it's not, I mean that would definitely be my top tip having not done it myself at yeah. all but YouTube videos are just brilliant Ben watched so many I don't think I've ever watched any you? on anything um, nor have I, I it's not I'm a girl it's not my bag <laughs> at all I just don't have the patience they're like 12 minutes long and I'm like oh, it's Zach George that everyone goes on about as the oh, okay, great video yeah. watcher but the great video to watch rather and Ben's watched hours and hours of that stuff and then he just gives me the succinct summary <laughs> to say this That's is what we're going to do. That's very good. So we never went to puppy school or anything like that. I, I don't even know if they were open during lockdown, to be honest. I don't but, think they were. But actually, you know, YouTube and daycare. It's was fine. Yeah, that was enough. Perfect. Yeah. Well, he's he's so well behaved and he's an absolute delight. Oh, fine. And um, we're very biased though. <laughs> and super good looking. <laughs> Great personality. All round, definitely a ten. <laughs> Great teeth. <laughs> yeah, an all round ten. And I look forward to lots more adventures with Reggie. Oh, and, um, likewise. Cello. Mm. And I didn't Best bring birds. him today, so um, in case it would be a little bit mad. But, um, <laughs> but they do need to play. They do. They love a little wrestle together, don't they? They do need to play. Well, <laughs> well Becky, thank you very much. Thanks and for I having will me. interview you again. Great. If that's okay. Please do. And um and that's it for now. Great. Thanks very much. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>